0: and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Jelanić.
1: Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today we're having a conversation about energy, because why not? So a lot of these shows that I've been doing in the last maybe year have been quite um, technical, biological, they've had a lot of things to do with like our physiology and physiological responses in the body. And I wanted to kind of get back to some of my core roots for today, welcoming in 2023. And some of my core roots are based in energy work. And some of my core roots are based in uh, developing different and expressing and transmuting different energies in the body, but also what happens when we withhold energies as well and there's more to energies than just these three categories that I've I've put on this title so there's more than you can do many more things with energy other than withholding expressing and transmuting them but I'm going to talk about these main three uh, to me these are main three to me and I didn't actually do any research before this show which I usually do quite a lot of research uh, in this case I only just looked up some words so I can give you dictionary meanings of some words, but that's not really what today's about. Today is about really tapping into our bodies and noticing the difference between certain things. So I I had this crazy phone call that was so inappropriate on um January 1st at a most ridiculous hour on January 1st that actually sparked the idea for this show because I was like, wow. Well, there's like selfishness involved in the the phone call. It was all about the person needing my attention at like 7.30 a.m. on New Year's Day. Um, And due to the fact that I have uh, an elderly father and an aunt that is quite ill, I answered the phone, much to my chagrin. I should not have answered the phone anyway, or should I have, because it came up with this topic so what it was was on the other end, I had somebody going, oh, I have a really high sex drive and I don't know what to do, uh, really high sexual energy, and I don't know what to do with it. And I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. Here's one of those braggarts again, who's just trying to like get in the sack with me again, like this happens more often than you can imagine. And guys, that is not my job. My job is not to sleep with you. Let's just clarify, that is not... I could, and I choose not to because none of you have enough money for it. I know that already. All right, so let's clear that up. Please do not call me at 7 a.m. on a Sunday or 7:30 a.m. on a Sunday. I do not work on Sundays, and it, you can absolutely connect with me through my website and book time. I want to clarify that too. Go to my website. There's a book now link. Clarifying. Go there. Book now. And. If I happen to be busy that week, guess what? You get to book for the next week. I know what I have a life. All right. I wanted to really be clear on that because there seems to have been some misunderstanding in the universe. So when you call me and tell me you have super high sexual energy and I check in on that and I'm like, no, you have high sex drive. And for some of you listening, you're like, well, that's the same thing. No, no, it's not. Sex drive is what happens in our bodies when our bodies get aroused and our bodies have different hormones running that stimulate your body, that get your body rocking and rolling. And again, it's not the same like we talked about in the last episode. Pleasure, desire, and arousal are not the same, but people often mistake them. So when you tell me you have high sexual energy, what do you mean? do you have a lot of things that are pleasurable in your life does everything stimulate you like from one of our previous episodes sexual inhibitors sexual exciters do you have an enormous number of sexual exciters does looking at my orchid without flowers turn you on like does everything does everything get your body aroused does everything send blood flow to your genitals does everything stimulate your brain to have send the signals to have your body be turned on Okay, then you have a lot of sexual exciters. That doesn't mean you have high sexual energy. Energy is not the same. We're talking about biological chemical responses in your body compared to energetic responses in your body, the biophysics compared to the biochemistry. And I don't think a lot of people talk about the biophysics compared to the biochemistry. So that's what we're gonna be tapping into today. The biophysics of the body is the energetics of the body. And yes, sometimes chemical reactions might influence that and the uh, energetics can sometimes influence the biochemistry, however, different approaches to the body. Okay. So we're not going to be discussing the biochemistry of body today. That's where you would, we talked about that in the last show on arousal, on uh, pleasure, on desire and arousal, having different things to do with all those chemical reactions in the body, physiological responses to pressure or stroking or touch or any of the different sensory reactions where your body has arousal, different than pleasure, different than desire. Okay, so we're just gonna get really clear again for those of you who missed last week's show. So when we're looking at what, is sexual energy. So I don't really want to culturally appropriate everything that has to do with uh, Hindu belief systems where uh, we talk about chakras, where the, you know there are chakras that are discussed. And for those of you who don't know what chakras are, they're essentially uh, ener- spheres and energy wheels in the body. Okay. For those of you who don't know this, this is actually part of a very, very ancient text. This information is from very, very ancient texts, all written in Sanskrit. So the word chakra is Sanskrit. These are all very old practices that have been culturally appropriated by the West. You know, they're probably the mo- one of the most culturally appropriated things that we're doing these days is talking about, you know, in the energy world, talking about chakras as if we're all uh, practicing Hindus. We're not. i have issue with it um so it's like i don't know i could make it akin to other things but i don't think anything else has been so culturally appropriated other than um indigenous cultures and um different things like smudging that has been totally culturally appropriated from different indigenous cultures yes there are smudging things and rituals that come from different other cultures like european cultures have their other ways of doing incense but the show's not about cultural appropriation, which it could be because that's where I was headed. Because a lot of information about energy um, and energy work comes from very ancient cultures. And it's it's information that we have now used and westernized and simplified. And these were like ancient informations that were passed on in a very sacred way, in a very, where you would like have somebody who was your, your mentor for life teaching you things and yes I get we're in a different age and things are faster incredibly faster Um, but I'm going to refer to this as energy as in we have energy in our body and we have different kinds of energy in our body so for those of you who are listening and you want and you feel like compelled to tell me about chakras and how much you know about chakras that's great I do too I'm not an expert because I I'm not a yogi and I haven't sat in an ashram for 20 years and I have not become an expert in it. So I'm not going to even pretend to be an expert in it. I'm aware of it. And I have, I have some very minimal, um, you know, I've only got maybe 20 years of experience with chakras and I've only got that from a Western perspective. All right so we have we definitely can you can just tap into some parts of your body and you can notice that there are different things going on and if you don't know how to tap into your body what you want to do is you want to get still in a way that you're quiet in an environment that's quiet you can close your eyes to try and clear off some of the other stimuli like things you're looking at you can try and hone in and I say try because for a lot of people it is a try they're like they'll be like, I can't do it. And it's like, okay, so you're trying. Um, However, you could just take some deep breaths, close your eyes, begin to become aware of your body and just notice that maybe your feet feel different than your knees, and maybe your knees feel different than your pelvis, and maybe your pelvis feels different than your stomach, and your stomach feels different than your between your breasts, and maybe your breast in between your breasts feels different than your throat, and, in be, you know, where your throat is maybe feels different than your forehead, and your forehead might feel different than the top of your head. They all might feel slightly different. So lots of different reasons for that, you know, physiologically, biologically, we have different Um, amounts of nerves and blood running through those parts we have different muscles we have different um, stimuli our parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems are running to always check and see if we're safe so they're going to have different reactions in the body so when we tap into our body and we check where is my sex like where is my sexual energy this is out of a curiosity state not to assume that that all teachings uh, from ancient texts are incorrect, but this is for you to know it from your knowing rather than know it from what you've read or what you've been told by everybody else. So check in your body. Where Where is my sexual energy? Again, don't assume that you are going to be tapping into it from this specific place that everybody's always told you it comes from. So tap in. I know for me today, it's in a very funny place, so. Um, it's not in an expected place you know sometimes sexual energy would be should be could be sitting right where all of our reproductive organs are would be should be could be but however today for me it's not and it can change so just know that that energy can move and change and and this I don't know this may be a new perspective on energies I don't know because it's not something I read it's something I experience so when I check on that, I'm like, oh, look at that. Sexual energy's in my belly button today. I don't need to go into like figuring out why. And I'm, I'm sure there's some, if I really wanted to go, why is it there? I mean, I could send myself down a little rabbit hole trap to figure out why it's there. It's there. Cool. There's my sexual energy. Cool. Is there anything that I can utilize this with or in today? You know, so we talk about different the three different ways that I put on the title today for this show as withholding, expressing, and transmuting sexual energy. So when we're transmuting is a different thing than withholding, is a different thing than expressing. So what can we do with these energies? Let me give you a hint like what is withholding? So withholding by definition, of uh, dictionary um withholding is a refusal to give something that is due or desired. So if your energy is there and you're withholding, um, as in you're not giving what is desired, uh, that's also something to be aware of. So what are you withholding it from? Who are you withholding it from? Just something to also note, like who and what are you withholding it from? So it's, it's something that maybe you're in an environment where there are people that you've had arguments with, you're not feeling so great, you're so hot. And this comes down to kind of like sexual inhibitors that we talked about a few shows ago. Withholding, intentional withholding, where it's not something that you're unaware of, where your body is just being really turned off, but you're not um, aware of it. Sexual inhibitors sometimes are things we don't have awareness of or we can't quite tap into we just know that something's not quite working for us withholding is very intentional withholding is that you know the energy is there and you're choosing not to do something with it and so let's just try for 17 minutes to withhold our breath we know our breath is there and and if if we chose to withhold breath for 15 minutes, what would, what do you think? Let's just try. How long can you actually withhold your breath for? Like I can withhold my breath or a breath hold for maximum about two and a half minutes. I know there are people who are expert breath holders who can hold their breath for like 15 minutes or more. Um, experts, these are people who are trained for a really long time and breath holding. I'm not that. And that doesn't also mean, I mean, there are people who have practiced holding their sexual energy withholding their sexual energy intentionally for a very long time as well. And that can be a practice and it can be a practice that's incredibly beautiful because it has to do with uh, learning self control. And if that's what you're into and that is what gets you by in a day, go for it. If withholding is something that has you feel really um, happy in life, withholding is also a technique used in BDSM where you're withholding orgasms from the person, where you're saying no you you know you can't do that right now maybe not with aggression it's a playful thing and bdsm should always be consensual i want to repeat that about 500 times bdsm should always be consensual actually all sex all contact of sex should be consensual um and especially uh, some play that is sometimes on the edge which appears non-consensual should be consensual so consensual non-consent completely different story for today withholding is slightly like that but we're talking about the energetics here so if you withhold energy you withhold sexual energy what what will that be and do for your body i know we haven't defined sexual energy yet i'm just asking you to check in on it what does it feel like to withhold it what does it feel like to express it what does it feel like to transmute it i know we haven't defined those yet but check in with that we're going to head to our next commercial break you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial
0: are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melisa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today, we're talking about sexual energy. Which, like I said before, is not the same as desire, is not the same as arousal, is not the same as necessarily pleasure. Sexual energy is one of those things that as in being alive. What is sexual energy? So I kind of dragged you guys through that first segment. No, I didn't. I invited you actually to keep on listening because sexual energy, and there's a bunch of different definitions on sexual energy, a lot of them have been defined by um, researchers i suppose who are looking at sexual energy more from a libido standpoint rather than an energetics of the body standpoint um so a little different however there are some practitioners out there of course who are totally on uh board and on point with what i'm talking about um there is uh i i found a little definition by somebody in um interesting it's it's in it is in an article called wellandgood.com. Uh, in, uh, sorry, on a website called wellandgood.com, how to use sexual energy to manifest your dream life. So, uh, in that, uh, the author describes sexual energy. Sexual energy is your life force that connects you to your soul point and the cosmos. It holds the energetic imprint of your consciousness and soul map. I quite like that definition. Um, because it's not saying that it sits in any particular place in your body It's just what connects you to your soul map it's part of who you be it's part of why you exist sexual energy is fascinating it can be sexual uh, energy can be sexual as in what people utilize to um, create on this planet and so that can be used even by plants have sexual energy Trees have sexual energy, animals have sexual energy. And that doesn't mean you're going to be romping and humping all of them. I hope you're not romping and humping animals because there's no consent there. I'm all about consent and communication. So, yeah, there's no consent there. If you're humping a tree, I hope you get consent. But um, again, I don't have a say in that. But, you know, all things consensual are cool. So sexual energy what what is it that we have like totally misidentified it as like I know that people are walking around thinking sexual energy is your libido fine you can call it that but sweetheart it's not your libido your libido is your libido your sexual energy is part of like what sparks life and is part of your life it's part of how you are alive actually so there is biochemistry involved in how you're alive. And then we have the sexual energy of what also contributes to you being alive. The biochemistry was when the sperm and the ovum got together and then created a zygote and then you grew. And now you're you. That was part of the biochemistry of it all. Physiology of it all, all the ways that we grow. And not an end. Part of that experience is a spark of incredible amount of, energy of itself life force energy that goes into the body that has this aliveness like when your life force energy goes your body still exists for a while as it decomposes and changes right and there's still biochemical reactions going on in your body as you decompose but your biophysics may have changed you'll still have molecules in your body that have energy moving around too so that is a little different as well but your soul let's just talk about it from like your your sexual energy connected to your soul and the cosmos what does that mean when i say that to you are you like whoa she's like right out in left field woo land today maybe maybe i am <laughs> so what i invite you to do is look at it from a different perspective that sexual energy is not necessarily your libido And what can you do with energy? Is we can do a lot of different things with energy. Today we're talking about withholding energy, expressing energy, transmuting energy, and we've talked slightly on withholding and like what is withholding. So when you when you're withholding um, from somebody, there's a noun and an adjective for that. So the noun of withholding is a refusal to give something that is due or desired. So in a partnership, if you are not you're with a partner who would like to have um, intercourse with you or something like that and you are like no and you're refusing you're withholding affection Um, that's also the adjective you're not expressing affection or warmth or feeling Um, so the refusal to do that refusal in itself I would actually think refusal is a verb, but you know, the dictionary is saying it's a noun. So whatever I would say, it's an action withholding and i just like move my whole video there on you guys. You're welcome. So when you're in refusal, in refusal and you're withholding, what will that do for your body? Like I was mentioning before, if you are withholding breathing, what does that do to your body? Certain things kick in, right? So when you're withholding your energy, uh, withholding your breath, we'll start with that. And you're withholding your breath, say for 15 or 17 or 20 minutes. What would start to happen? So if you're being suffocated, what starts to happen is your body starts to go into different responses to try and survive, right? Starts to shut certain things down, create some issues. Um, So yeah, if if you're withholding breath or having your you're, you know, being choked to death and you're having your breath being withheld from you. Then there is like a suffering that happens in the body. Like the body will respond with all kinds of shutdowns. So why have we decided that sexual energy is any different than the breath of life? Because when we are breathing and we are alive, we have sexual energy running through our bodies to keep us alive. There is a um you know i can't get his spelling of the name right but in my head otherwise i would spell it um his name is reich and he talked about uh, orgasmic energy he talked a lot about organ and organite and organ is like the orgasmic energy of the universe and during commercial break i'll look up his name but um yeah so organ and organite And those are the sexual energies, the orgasmic energies of the universe. For, in that case, the sexual energy and orgasmic energy are interchangeable. They are these energies of aliveness. They are the creative spark. They are what keeps us alive. And they are what invites us into greater creation on the planet. Invention, inspiration, all of these other things. And I bring up inspiration because the word inspiration is to inspire, to bring in breath is what inspiration is. And here we are in Inspired Choices Network. We are bringing in breath, breathing new life into everything. So in Inspire, breath and withholding breath is similar to like withholding creative energy, creative sexual forces, as well as orgasmic energy. So when we inspire, we're also bringing in life force energies as well. It's like if you've ever practiced Qigong or Tai Chi and you've done deliberate breath work to build energy, you'll notice a difference. Your body will change in temperature, change in strength, uh, change also in its capabilities, capacities. Um, So it's a fascinating thing. So when you're withholding sexual energy, what does it do to your body? Let's just tap in. Is it the same as if you are withholding your own breath for say 15 or 20 minutes, if you're withholding your sexual energy, what does it do to your body? Does it start to shut things down in the same way that, you know, your body could be shutting down with um, withholding your breath? My body has a yes to that. And that doesn't mean that's true across the board. For my body, withholding sexual energy absolutely has me start to like fall apart my body starts to feel really off I start to get imbalanced and that could even be withholding for like five or ten minutes and that could just be out of like I'm mad and I'm gonna withhold and it's like wait a second this is not doing my body a favor it's not doing anybody's body a favor synergy is actually what's required to you know assist co-create on the planet and so allowing that energy to flow is such a gift then, how do you have it flow? Well, that's through expression and transmutation, which we will talk about. So, withholding, I mean, you might be doing it as a spiritual practice for something where you're learning how to hold the energy, and just like holding your breath could be a spiritual practice as well. Um, you know, holding an, an energy can be a spiritual practice as well. So, yes, if you are being trained on how to hold eventually at some point, even when you're doing breath holds, you will expel air. You will express it. You will breathe out at some point. So the withholding, I mean, you may be able to try and withhold for the rest of your life. Even people who have done vows of celibacy express sexual energy in different ways. Often they will take that sexual energy and express it in things like creative endeavors through art or through um, you know, music or anything like that, they'll use that energy in a creative expression. So even if you are very devoted to celibacy, which can be a beautiful practice, I know that's weird for somebody to say on the pleasure zone, but it's as it valid as a practice as being a sexual healer uh, who's, at, who's actually physically going out having sex with people Um, there are lots of different kinds of sexual healing but you know we could go from one extreme to the other where you're having sex every day as a sexual healer or even as a prostitute or whatever you happen to choose where you're having sex like 12 hours a day or something or you could be completely celibate both are totally valid practices for spiritual practice and also for for utilizing sexual energy so in vows of celibacy if you are um uh, taking a vow of celibacy, then utilizing that energy in a creative expressive way is great and or if you happen to have more sexual exciters than your partner where you're turned on all the time if you If you feel like it's such um if you really feel like it's such an amazing thing to be turned on all the time, but your partner doesn't feel it, and you have. You know you have a commitment to your lover where you are choosing to be um, monogamous then maybe you aren't feeling like it's a really good idea to go out and express your sexual energy with other lovers then your choice might be to create something else be in a creative endeavor so you might be writing a book creating paintings doing other things Um, i have i my husband has high sexual energy which is not the same as high sex drive. And uh, my body has both high sex drive and high sexual energy only in certain circumstances. Like I get super turned on by brilliance. So when my husband comes in and tells me like a super smart idea, I'm like, can I take you now? He said something smart the other day. And I was like, that is so hot. When we were watching something, he's like, there's no logic in that. And I was like, oh, you're turning me on right now, man. Talk to me about logic. (laughs) So for some of you who heard the story before, I think it was like on my first or second date with my husband. Or first or second, I don't know. We had sex early on. We knew each other for quite a while before we um, started dating. So, um, yes, at one point he just started um telling me really great statistics in the middle of sex, and I was like, "This is really hot. You are telling me statistics in the middle of sex. How could I refuse a man who like gets that my brain gets turned on by numbers, statistics, <laughs> and different things? That's hot <laughs> and like researched the statistics, so cool. So when somebody knows you and they know what turns you on and they bring it to the table, that's hot. It's also a way to start to express your sexual energy. So we're going to talk about expression and transmutation more after this commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial.
0: Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa. every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism
0: carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelinic. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at Now back to the program.
1: Welcome my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So for those of you who are listening, we are talking today about sexual energy. We're talking about withholding, expressing, and transmuting sexual energy before the commercial. I had mentioned, um, Reich, the creator of, or the the person who wrote about maybe organ organite, um, he did create a box um, that he said um, basically was like a way to uh, utilize or I'll explain it a little better. <laughs> okay, so Wilhelm, well his name is Wilhelm Reich. R-E-I-C-H. He developed a theory that the ability for someone to feel sexual love depended on their physical ability to have sex as determined by what he called orgastic potency. Um, But he also talked a lot about uh, organ and organ stimulators and getting your body stimulated through organ therapy. So organomic therapy was a therapy um was a type of somatic therapy that treats you as a whole person um in a holistic fashion it's a mind-body therapy that was developed by um Wilhelm Reich so he he was and is considered the father of somatic therapies so break um being able to work with uh, Oregon and and people say that he discovered Oregon but it's like it's like saying that Christopher Columbus discovered America or that the Vikings discovered North America like they didn't discover it. it's always there they named it so that is not uh, like new stuff they named it um, so the organ energy from orgasms is what he always referred to so he was talking about this notion of of life force energy orgasmic energy um, in the 1940s and he started building different technology to assist with that so so he's interesting he's an interesting dude um lots of research on like different things with sexual energy and getting it um going and just acknowledging where it is in the universe that it's pretty much everywhere and that we can work with it in different ways so i like his his uh some of his takes on it especially the somatic um therapies part of it because i'm i really enjoy som- somatic body work and different somatic uh techniques so all right back to the expression what is expression of sexual energy expression of anything is where you can take a thought and bring it into form so or that's how I'm going to word it so the dictionary words it differently Um, the dictionary uh, describes expressing as conveying in words or by gestures and conduct conveying like a thought or a feeling in words by gestures and conduct so similar to what i'm saying um so i'm thinking like expression is where we all allow it to move out and through our body and do something with it out and through in this same so creative energy um sexual energy may come out through expression so having actual sex is one way to do that masturbation, expressing it. Here's my idea. I'm going to use it. I'm going to do A, B, and C with it. Um, So letting it out, utilizing it. What are some ways that you've ever expressed sexual energy? So it could be through, like, honestly, through self-pleasure or pleasure with others is, I think one of the key ways of expressing it, you what we're what we'll talk about a little bit is with transmuting is where you would take that energy and do something a little different with it so you might be like oh i've got lots of sexual energy um so somebody who's celibate would transmute it and they would and i might have said express it before but what i really intend to say is that if you are celibate you would transmute your sexual energy and you would transmute it into say for example um It's like, wow, I've got so much sexual energy. I'm going to transmute that into my business and um, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to create art with it, or I'm going to dig a garden with it or um, write a book or whatever. You're going to take that energy and you're going to filter, you're going to flow it into something else. So it's like, you know, if you're really angry, you can also transmute that energy into something else. You can actually take it and go, what would I like to do with this energy There's so much of it, you know, you might express it through punching, but you might transmute it into um, a bonfire, you know, (laughs) like there's different ways you might transmute things or express them. So expressing to me would be taking that energy and doing with it to show what it is that you are sensing or feeling. So if you're sensing or feeling horniness, then expressing sensual energy, sexual energy would be. Uh, through either uh, self-pleasuring masturbation or self-arousal because self-pleasuring and self-arousal are not always the same like we know that arousal pleasure and desire are not the same could just simply be for um, shifting something if you're feeling frustrated if there's a lot of if you have a lot of sexual energy and you're like feeling pent up then you need to move it move it masturbate see if your partner will play with you um, I'm all for really conscious sex, so I'm not really all for like going out on um different apps and just randomly going and having sex with any anybody anytime. You know, I think there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. There's a lot of because this energy is so incredibly potent, creative energy is incredibly potent. Sexual energy is that creative energy is that orgasmic energy is incredibly potent. Um, and when you're collaborating on something, like sex is a collaboration you might think it'd be a really good idea to you know collaborate with somebody who's got the same um, targets that I have or is looking to create the similar thing in the world that I'm looking to create so it can go beyond just the body parts them together you know which is always interesting because you know I get offers <laughs> and it's like okay wait a second but we don't actually have um a you don't have the money b um there are other factors involved, and uh being sapiosexual, I really need people who are actually on target with my brain. My husband's very on target with my brain, and when he's not, and he's uh I can often see his targets for his brain and jump on board with him. um It's just kind of the nature of who we are as people, so expressing it, so what would you like to do to express your sexual energy? I think for me, a lot of times when I get like, if I get really, really pent up, I might start to bake or cook or I'll make like a feast for a week. And then my body feels very satiated that it's like, uh, so I've transmuted that energy into baking or cooking. Um, and then I might be expressing it as well. I might be like, I need like, I need my 15 minutes to myself. I'm going to go take care of business. Thank God in day and age when I have a teenager that's homeschooled, we have spaces and places on our property that I can just like run to. Um, so so there is um, there is oftentimes an, a need for expressing it, a need for transmuting it. And it's all, always cool to check because it could be a little bit of both. So you might need to express some of it you might need to transmute some of it. You might need to do one or the other. Oftentimes though, withholding it for a really long period of time will create, just like I was saying before, like if you're withholding your breath for a certain amount of time, your body will start to shut down. Or if somebody's choking you and not um, allowing you to breathe, whoa, there's some interesting reaction in my body. Whoa, that is not cool. Um, So that was in it. So my body gets some like fascinating energetic responses when I do my show. And that one right there was like a massive Stab tear in my abdomen, like as if somebody was trying to kill me. So, withholding sexual energy for me is pretty much like a torturous death. So, I will do other things with it. I'll express it, I'll transmute it, and there are other things I do with it as well. But we're going to talk about these main ones today, right? So, when um, and check in with yourself, and like I was saying, if somebody's withholding it from you, like if they're so in the instance of of being choked and not being able to breathe, somebody's choking you They're they are actually um, enforcing on you to not be able to breathe. And that can happen in relationship too, where if your lover is withholding sex from you and you're, you're desiring expressing it, then you can often feel like you're being choked or you're feeling like, Oh my God, I think I might be dying because that's my breath of life. So, Knowing how to actually bring that pleasure to yourself if your partner's not interested, or if they're mad at you and they're withholding from you, or if they honestly, they just have a lot of sexual inhibitors that prevent them from feeling comfortable and confident to be able to have sex at any given time, because these are all really big factors there could be hormonal factors, there could be situational factors. Context as well can be in a situation that could stop them from wanting to express it. So depending on what's going on, um, you always have you. So you can always use your own body for sexual sexual energy expression through, um, and it doesn't have to be masturbation to orgasm. It can literally be allowing your body to move and groove also in a very sensual sexual way. I think things like belly dancing are incredibly sensual and sexual and a great way to move sexual energy. Um, There's like all different kinds of movement stuff where you're getting your pelvis really rocking and rolling and it can, it can bring and move sexual energy because a lot of those movements can be if you're super like skilled in the sack and you can like rotate your hips in all different directions like a belly dancer and you do that while you're having sex you can mimic a lot of those actions for sex with your body to have your body be able to express that energy um, in a very similar way so it's not just transmission it's also an expression somewhat of a transmission as well because the energy shifts and it's not exactly sex but it is very sexual so i hope i'm getting clear on that so we're gonna when we come back we're going to talk about transmission mostly so you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network when we come back we're going to talk about sexual energy transmission we'll be right back
0: are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at now back to the program
1: welcome back my sweet pleasure seekers today we are talking about sexual energy what can we do with it my, i brought up three things that we can do with it withholding expressing transmuting I'm mostly talking about that because that phone call that got triggered on January 1st, the person actually said, I want to learn how to transmute that. I'm like, no, you actually don't. You want to learn how to express it. And you're trying to find a way to express it with me, not the same. Because if you truly want to transmute energy, um, it would take uh, some practice for one, Uh, the willingness to be still, the willingness to go inside, the willingness to be able to know what what would I like to do with this energy this is a phenomenally potent energy what would I like to do with it it's like being given an atom bomb and then you're choosing what how do I utilize this like this you know this could explode and tear apart the world oh it's incredibly potent Oh, what can I can I change this ah can I do with this right so it's incredibly powerful I mean maybe the a-bomb is not exactly the best um, comparative but (laughs) it's powerful right maybe tornado it can rip through things it can create new landscapes it can do all kinds of stuff sexual energy is big so if you could transmute it and what does transmute mean right I forgot to to talk to you guys about that so transmuting something is to change in form or nature or substance Transmution is like a a word used in alchemy, um, so a subject going from a base metal to like gold, that's transmuting energy. And it's so it's changing its nature or form. So if you're changing the nature or form of sexual energy, what could you turn it into? If you have, say, 20 billion tons of sexual energy flowing in your body, in your body, because I'm not gonna say out of your body because it's not transmuted yet, what would you like to flow it out as? What if that 20 billion tons of sexual energy could flow out as um, connections to people, to flow out to have your business grow and flow, to create connections just for the sake of friendships, to create communities, to create um, health on the planet? In a bigger sense, what if our sexual energy could actually heal the planet? Because I know it can. I know it can from my gut instinct, not that I've read research on it. I know that if we actually utilized our sexual energy, we could do things like, um, you know, have the planet have a lot less toxicity on it, have, you know, clear the pollution, clear all kinds of stuff. We could, if we chose to, if we chose to get diligent and we chose to practice and we chose to utilize the energy in a different way rather than you know i'm horny so i'm gonna watch porn and that's how i'm gonna get it out no we're just adding to levels of interesting uh, toxicity doing that (laughs) that's my interesting take on it honestly um but to me if we're going to utilize this energy that's so incredibly powerful why not use it to create a space and a place on this planet that is Nurturing, loving, caring, and kind. And we can do that. It's just that we just think that all we can do with sexual energy is, uh, actually, we've misidentified it as libido for one. And then we think we have to, to, um, because we're aroused, we have to act on it. And again, none, none of those things are true. You can be aroused and not have to act on it. I'll probably say that a million times in my life, but you can be aroused and not have to act on it. Okay, so now we have sexual... Energy being transmuted into what? So, would you like it to be, you know, transmuted into joy? Would you like it to be transmuted into love, into kindness? Um, we have a new show on this network called Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Um, so, I wonder if she'll be talking about transmuting some of these energies too into kindness. So, kindness—what um, a great gift that would be, right? If if we took all of our sexual energy, it is so incredibly potent finding it in our body first. Where is it? Where have we located, stored it, held it, withheld it? Um, Are we allowing it to grow? Are we allowing it to expand beyond our bodies to just include everybody and everything as we walk around and it touches things? You know, it can absolutely spark flowers to grow and have all kinds of animals like, oh, be curious about you. In fact, to the point where we currently have this ermine in our house, which is a highly unusual thing it's like this white weasel type uh creature which is supposed to only be in in like northern alaska and here i am in like southern ontario southeastern ontario and it's random and it's powerful like little creature um and so you know i know i know that my sexual energy attracts a lot of interesting things um because there's life force energy and In living beings are attracted to it. And that's just the nature of it. When you allow it to grow and grow and grow and grow, and it's okay to let it grow. You don't have to be sexually frustrated with it. You can express it. You can transmute it. Um, Today, I'm just going to ask for transmuting all the sexual energy into healing for all the bodies who are stressed, who are going through grief, who are going through sadness, and allow all of that energy from my body, sexual energy to flow to your body as healing energy. It can be sexual energy. And for all of you to receive that, Do what you like with it. You can transmute that back if you want, back into sexual energy. But I'm going to flow it out as transmuted energy for healing on a cellular level, on an energetic level, on all levels of all of your uh, energetic bodies. and Just allow your bodies to receive in whatever capacity you can. And the day that you're listening to this is the day that you're receiving this because... Um, it doesn't really matter. Energy has no timeline. There's no definition to it in terms of like, if I flow it to you today on, you know, January 16th of 2023, you're still going to receive it on, you know, January 17th, or you're going to receive it in 2027. Whenever you're listening to this, you'll receive it. So I hope you do. And I hope that you know that you can transmute your sexual energies too, so we can have a greater, amazing planet just by choosing it and by flowing it out in different ways or expressing it to create things that are going to be amazing for the planet as well, whether that's new people or whatever.
0: Thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist, Milica Yelenich. The pleasure zone returns next Monday at 8. PM Eastern, 7. PM central, 6. PM mountain and 5. PM Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us until then. Have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on
1: and tuned in to your body.